Welcome to this edition of Probation Matters. We're joined this month by Assistant Director Emer Loughran, who's the Assistant Director for the Urban Region. Welcome, Emer. Thanks, Gail. Emer, I wanted to start off by asking you a little bit about your career in probation. You started off as a probation officer back in the early 2000s and you've worked your way through as an area manager and assistant director. Can you tell us a bit about your journey through probation? Okay, well, I suppose my journey started before I even became on a probation officer with probation when I was a student social worker. On my first student placement, I came into contact with probation by accompanying a, a young person from the placement that I was working with to his probation appointment. And at that appointment, I came into contact with Siobhan McAuley, a probation officer up in the Portadown office. And it was through sitting in with her appointment with the, serv- with the young person that I became more knowledgeable about probation and got a bit of an insight into the role of probation. And that was where my interest first began for working within probation. So then when the placements came around for your second student placement within university, I had expressed an interest for probation and was lucky enough to get a placement within probation and was based within the Newry team. So I completed my placement there and then I did leave and go to social services for six months and then came back in December 2008 and returned to the Newry Probation Office. And that's where I worked then as a probation officer for a number of years before moving to the intensive supervision unit in Belfast, where I stayed for maybe close to seven years and then applied for an area manager post just want to return from maternity leave because I wanted something different and just wanted to further my career. So my first area manager post then was with the, up in Mid-Ulster and that was a, a big leap from probation officer to area manager but an enjoyable one. I've always found that the colleagues around around you within probation are always very supportive and very willing to help and I've always had good managers within probation who have given good direction and provided good support. So I moved from Mid-Ulster then to the assessment unit and then from the assessment unit to manage North Belfast which was a co-managed site. And again, that was an experience in itself, just given the challenges within managing a team within Belfast due to the staffing issues and the complexity of service users' needs. And North Belfast is a tough area. I mean, you're there in Dunkern Gardens, right in the middle, I suppose, of the peace line, and it's a busy office. It has its challenges. Do you want to just touch on some of those in terms of the issues you were facing? High levels of deprivation in the area, high levels of mental health. That, that must have, you must have seen that coming through the doors. Yes, you would have seen high levels of deprivation, as you say, increased homelessness, difficulties with service users' mental health, which probably spiralled a bit more over COVID times when I was based up there and limited access to services and just the whole impact of COVID and being on lockdown and what this meant for our service users. There was a lot of increased drug use within North Belfast from a range of drugs, prescription, non-prescribed prescription medication to illegal substances and the difficulties with jail diagnosis with the service users within that area and the access to services or the limited access to services due to the procedures within the healthcare around jail diagnosis and addressing addictions, addiction issues before you can move on to address your mental health. So there's a lot of complexity within North Belfast in terms of our service users needs and as along as uh, alongside the fact that we had quite a high turnover of staff throughout that period, some moving internally within the organisation and then some also leaving. So there was busy, busy caseloads and some very dedicated staff who have stayed and are 100% to credit to the organisation given their commitment and their ability to work under pressure and to take on that extra work due to challenging times. So you applied for the assistant director post then last year and were successful in that. And what made you want to take that step then forward from an area manager into an assistant director? And again, what's the experience of that been like for you, having worked in probation your entire career? 
So suppose I applied for the assistant director post because I had thought, where do I go next? And I wanted a different challenge. You know, North Belfast was challenging and I did enjoy the role and I did enjoy the work, but I wanted something something a bit different. So that encouraged me to apply for the assistant director post. It's been a steep learning curve, but not overly steep in a way, because I suppose having worked in the organisation for so long, I was aware of what the assistant director role entailed and what to expect from that. But it's just changing your mindset and and adapting to working with new staff. So you're to working with an area manager group as opposed to the probation officer group and just the new areas of work which had opened up for me. So it has been enjoyable and challenging, but definitely interesting and something that I'm glad I've applied for. So you have a really broad portfolio, Emer, right across the board. Um, practice standards, linking in with the police service, linking in with some of the projects like Aspire. Do you want to maybe just say a little bit about um, practice standards? We talk about it a lot in-house, but maybe externally people don't necessarily understand just why standards are so important to us. And a bit about the work you're doing in terms of future-proofing the organisation in relation to standards. Well, practice standards are really important because they provide that clear and consistent set of standards to staff and that provides staff with the basis or practitioners with the basis to, to then apply their professional judgment. So overall, organisationally, then we have that consistent approach to how we respond to service users and uh, to address both their needs and risks. The moment we're, we're undertaking a review or undertaking some work around establishing whether we need to fully review practice standards given the change of times and the complexity of our service users needs alongside with the issues we have in terms of staffing and, and the issues with staff and deficits within the team to ensure the practice is safe. So Emer, the caseload much must have changed quite a bit from your beginnings in 2008. Do you want to talk a little bit about just how, how the caseload has changed and how the trends in probation have changed, what you've seen developed since the beginning of your journey? I suppose it all depends on the area you've worked in. So within URA I would have seen a lot of young people coming through probation, more young people than I maybe would have seen within the Belfast teams. Different type of crimes or different type of offence type within different areas. So it's quite hard to identify the change in trends, but I suppose what, what I have noticed in terms of service users' needs is just the increased complexity between mental health and drugs and addictions in general and just the supports that are available within the community to support the service users. There's also been an increase in homelessness which I've noticed and a lack of services around that or a lack of accommodation but I mean I would assume that every organisation is experiencing the same issues so that would be more of the increased change in trends that I've noticed as opposed to anything else it's just the service users needs have changed. Yeah. Um, and, and housing is always a big issue you know when we go out into the offices you know teams especially Belfast based teams you're talking about housing and I suppose that's why partnerships that we have are so important be it with the housing executive or with other criminal justice agencies. And that partnership work, you're linking in with police, you're the lead for the organisation in terms of PSNI. Do you want to say a little bit about just how those partnerships benefit both service users and probation staff? I mean, the partnerships between both police and social services and housing and even our community and voluntary sector partners are, are vital really for supporting um, service users you know without that joined up working approach you know it would be more it would be diff more difficult to support a service user you know we all need to be working together and communicating and sharing information and that that is what the ultimate aim is to support service users you know so having those relationships without those relationships really well you know we wouldn't be successful in supporting our service yeah. users to achieve change yeah and i suppose just a bit about somebody who's come through the organization we have eight new probation officers who started off with us this month. I suppose, what would you say to them in terms of enjoying, benefiting, valuing what, what probation has, has been to them? What advice would you give them? 
Do you enjoy your role, you know, enjoy your role and adhere to your standards? You know, practice standards are that guy, they're there, but whilst you can, you have the ability to use your professional judgment, you know, they, they do provide great guidance in terms of how we work with service users. So adhere to your standards, enjoy your role and don't be too hard on yourself. You can only do what you can do, but as long as you have your service users needs and the risk at the heart of what your intervention is, you know, you will, you will support service users to achieve change. Thank you, Emir, for talking to us today about your time in probation and your role as an assistant director. To find out more about probation as it works to change people's lives, you can visit our website at www.pbni.org.uk or follow us on our social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube.